Hey there, Lions fans. Randy and Rich here with hey. you. Coming to you from the Rainbow Shop. The Rainbow Shop. Charlevoix here, just south of town. Yep, on your way, uh, heading out of town on 31. Turn left off of 66. Onto South Barnard Road, and it's right there on the corner. Yeah. Place, it's a secondhand shop where... Uh, Thrift store. Where, yeah, it's in the spring, it's a little chilly, and, uh, you know, I got all my winter jackets, but those are too much. So here we go, we're going down to secondhand shop, give myself a spring work jacket so I can be outside working on my yard and not get cold. There you go. Yeah. What do they call those? Windbreakers? Windbreakers, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Yeah, you used to have the, the old CB jackets that you'd, you'd wear in days like this. Yeah. 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 Pull over with the pocket, the zip in the front. Yeah, back when we were young, when you had to work, you know. Yeah. So, you know <laughs> I, I had one of those, and uh, we were out on Devil's Night, and I uh, had eggs in my CB nice. jacket. Nice, yeah. Uh, the... Uh, Came out the front and they like turned the porch light on. We all scattered and, and uh, ducked behind something and crushed all your eggs. Crushed all the eggs. <laughs> oh man, that, oh, that man. was like 12. You know, I remember I, Devil's Night, that's funny. I remember going to school one morning in the back of the school bus looking out and seeing there's an outhouse right on Main Street in East Jordan. <laughs> right down, there's a big old outhouse sitting right downtown, right on the main corner. Yeah, if you smash a pumpkin on top of a fire hydrant the little nut just sticks oh, yeah. right there and you got a nice little the cops in East Jordan used to just just dread devil's night oh yeah oh yeah you get up there on top of the bowling alley it was really easy to do and you could throw at cop cars going by from the top of the bowling alley <laughs> it is, it is, and then run it is, run it is cold <laughs> enough to be fall at the moment and here it is june and the fog this this morning and this afternoon has been nuts i know there's crazy. so much fog this morning thick thick bank of fog it's kind of like that fog bank around detroit and, and allen park and ford field you know like keeping secrets about what's going on with the new recruits but then again there's a lot of stuff out there that you know there i've been is. But this is OTAs the OTAs are over now, and lots yeah. of lots of reporting on that. Yeah, there's a this is that time of year where everything is going to slow down drastically and dramatically, and uh, the information that we get will is just something that's basically leaking out of the fog bank, Rich. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just paying attention to the local reporters and getting what we can yeah so on that note you know we might just like take our podcast and and do uh an every other week kind of thing thought maybe we let you know on that we did that this yeah. week and you know during the slow time we've done it before in the past it's where we've you know rich we so far we just <laughs> <laughs> we just need to take a week off you know and so now we got the band starting to come back around we're going Tonight, season. we're going tonight over to our buddy Johnny. Johnny's house, he puts on an open mic night out in his backyard. He's got a big stage and music and all that sound. We're going there to play tonight. And it's, uh, looking forward to that. But before we do that, we get to do a Detroit Lions podcast. So, uh, yeah, so what do you want to argue about, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> Taking two weeks off in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's bring up let's bring up OTAs because you know it, it's it's already over. It's three days. You know everybody. You can tell. You know it's just one big, big pajama party. Everybody's out there running, doing calisthenics, 
you know, get your helmet on, but you're catching it off and, and, and working out and and trying to uh, to create that culture with the new guys and and you know see how things gel. And uh, and and I guess <clears throat> in the first day there was some rust. I there was a lot of rust. Actually, yeah. they left it out there on the field. Cause, expect it, you know. You know. Uh, yeah. Lots of new faces. Lots of new talent and uh, ex new expectations. Right. As well. Yeah. I mean, it's and, been and, and so that maybe they fell short of our expectations from what we read and hear. Dropped a pass here and there, uh, a pass behind someone here and there. Uh, right, the the uh, antics the of JMO. You hear better, st better yeah. things. Yeah, and know? and that's the way it was. You know, I I know uh, there was there was a lot of guys that really stood out as far as you know these agilities and uh, and uh, <clears throat> what would it be uh, uh, invitation or. Uh, introduction to the playbook and you know right. different schemes and things that they they're that uh so and, and it's cool when it comes to that playbook when we have as many returning players from last year you know to carry on that nine and eight legacy you know speaking of expectations yeah yeah well you know and and it's and i've heard every coach say it and a few players you know we can't we can't dwell on last year. We have to look forward. You know, that was last year, and we can build on that, yes. But <clears throat> but, but there there are things out there that they still have to work on, you know, and, and they can't get big-headed about, about, you know, that 9-8 and eight season. Yeah, and that was still you know, the team they finished the season with, or, or say the, the, the state that the team was in when they finished the season still wasn't their the the coaches and GM's full vision of the team well no because the coaches are still learning too you know and I, and I think it's it's an all-around venture with coaches and players that, but because of that core that we've got in in that draft 2 years ago you know the first yeah. draft those guys are going into their third year and 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 now you know they've got a, a, that's your your basic starting core, you know. Yeah. And those guys are really coming around, and now you got like last year's core, which you know Aiden Hutchinson, and you know the, the, before that was Amon Ra, and and then uh, you know them this year. There's Aline, many expectations. You with, like Aline McNeil from that that first draft, right? And now with. Uh, Levi kind of questionable. Well, I, you, um, know, you know, well, hold on. You know, with Levi a little questionable, he's gonna really kind of. And the fact that they didn't get a defensive tackle, a three tech in the draft, like everyone was thinking, and now that we got a leaner McNeil, right, with all the the weight that he's lost, he's gonna come around and and start making plays and really be a different kind of guy, which is a step beyond the end of last year. Right, last yeah. Last season's team. I want to touch on Anzarike again because I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about his recovery. I'm just hearing he's there. and, and Well, uh, it's still not 100% yet, but he yeah. is making he's making progress. Cantbell's talked about it in his, 
in, in, in a couple of his uh, um, yeah, presses, you know, pressers. Oh, Campbell, Dan Campbell. Dan, yeah. yeah. Remember the head coach? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you yeah. know, he's yeah, mentioned that a couple times that, yeah. you know, they like where he is at. They like how he's progressing. You know, and we we uh we, we, we gave him a bunch of shit, you know, there you know, you didn't draft the three tech, you know, and it's like well I think they well, believe I didn't give that they a bunch of shit for it, Well, I think they believe Anzarike is that three tech, you know. Well no, it's you know, I'm saying it's Aleem McNeil. Well him too. Right? <laughs> but yeah, Aleem's gonna come right back around. But you know, also you Just know a guy he's the one that's actually playing. That's a I, Right. I uh, well yeah, Aleem's <laughs> gonna be your three tech, you yes. know? And and uh Covington too, probably, because I've heard a lot of good yeah, about yeah. OTAs with Covington. He is, he's been in the league before. You know where was he come from? L.A. or something like that, or Chargers, wasn't it? Uh, but I forget. A couple yeah. teams probably. Yeah, uh, but he's the Washington maybe. Yeah, he uh, he's really um, the, I guess uh, being noticed. You know, been been, been being noticed. And, uh, and that's great. I mean, we're, what we had problems with last year was our defensive line not being able to stop the run or rush the passer or contain the quarterback, you know? And, and, they're, and uh, until, you know, the last 10 games, you know? But, uh, but yeah, and, but that this was year, uh, I th- a bit I, of uh, McNeil and Bugs you know, coming on. Um, once, because Bugs was a mid-season acquisition, or, or well, not mid-season. No, I, just, I've got it written down yeah. someplace in another notebook. I think but he I, was August, like he's, late though, right? Uh, oh, Bugs came on when somebody got injured, and I do believe it was in that first year, not the second year. It was the first year. Came in. Like really late in the first year. Okay, late in the first. Late year. in the first year, I believe. I mean that don't, uh, and then uh, and because he was here for all of last season, or was he? No, he wasn't. Yeah, it was last. It was last year. Yeah, this is a, I think so too. Yeah, now that I think about it, because he got that contract. Yeah. He got he he they they he came. Last the end of the season, yeah, because he had a one year contract last year. Yeah. Okay, my bad. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, we we worked it out. Yeah. And uh. No argument ensuing. Um, now, one thing that I didn't realize was Benito Jones weighs 330 pounds, so that kind of automatically makes him a zero tech, you know? So yeah. he's probably going to be... He was always, I guess, the backup zero tech, right? And and now Broderick Martin slips in front of him. Uh, and does that make... Possibly. Bug, I'm, bugs the backup zero tech and well, you don't need see, I don't, him anymore. See, I don't think there's an automatic slip in, okay? I think I think things are going to retain as they are until someone like Martin is 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 got, you know, better control than, say, somebody like, like Bugs or Benito, you know, or, yeah, it, or yeah. McNeil, you know? But, or McNeil's not playing that, but... Yeah, it'd just be... It'd be Jones and because this this team these coaches they they Martin. yeah these coaches they like the competition you have to earn yeah you have to earn that you're not going to be given to it you know of course but you're Which, still you're still expecting Martin to overtake Jones yeah right? well, <laughs> well of course he's a draft pick you know right you know and uh, that I mean that's why you, you that's why you got him you know because 
because you need to you need it. Yeah, you need and this is your guy. So yeah, yeah. I, of course you you think he's going to end up being the starter, but uh, that yeah, in a starting nose tackle, which you know is not an every down deal, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, but the the better he is, the the more they use him. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. So yeah, so our defensive line looks really good. OTs was was excellent as far as I I, I can tell. Yeah. They had a slow start, a little rust. Yeah, you don't see much from the the line because it's so slow, and and they're more about footwork and hand placement, and like one step and where's your yeah, hand and stuff right. like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and not instead of fighting with the offensive line, um, you get more uh, work out of your cornerbacks and wide receivers and um yeah, they're you know, the closest to actual right ball. well there's been a lot of speculation around media like who's going to get what play time you know and 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 you know this this been kind of on my mind about like you know hey if you got somebody you know that that's you know like better than what you got out there you know i think green is going to definitely you know be part of that rotation he could be that number five wide receiver yeah, he could easily. Make or, it in or I mean, the, yeah, the number six, you know. But, you know, it's there's a lot of guys in this wide receiver room. It's like, you know, we could have a practice squad full of wide receivers, you know. Yeah, it, just like the defensive ends, you know. There's just there's a ton of them, and now the cornerback room, you know. There's a lot. Oh of yeah, guys, you know. Yeah, safeties lots too. It's like or, yeah, I should say DB rooms. Well, yeah, yep. Yeah. Because. Some of them are actually just being called DBs, and they're not just, you know, I guess it's only two of them, but <laughs> still, you know. Well, yeah, we uh, got three centers on the team, you know. Well, for in 90-man, yes. Yeah. That's, that's well, well, yeah. Thinking, yeah. I don't know if Jones is going to But, yeah, we got th- it, three kickers, know? too, you know. Right. Four quarterbacks, you know. Come on. Well, we know where, <laughs> we know where they're going in August, or I mean September, you know, uh, as far as. You know, the fourth quarterback, you know, he's the practice squad. <clears throat> we should talk about the kickers. Oh, all right. We did, we, yeah, we kicked, we, uh, we talked about the kickers two weeks ago. Well, I mean. It hasn't really changed. Apparently, Badgley's <laughs> the guy. Unless but he's some... not kicking. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I mean, they I, haven't seen him. He hasn't been out there. Right, but Patterson if there's. And Romo. Yeah, but the thing is, is, is Robo is kind of leading that charge. You know? Over the over 50 yard line. Right. Under fifty yard line, he's he's kind of no, screwball. Not, that's not what I hear. Uh, that's what I heard. We're we're hearing different people's thing. Well, yeah. Um, All right, but, so let's not talk about the kickers. Yeah, <laughs> but Patterson's missing as well. Um, yeah, we gave up a draft pick for him, but that took a three year conditional or something yeah, like that. Seventh round, twenty five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. Romo's a, a knuckleballer and. Uh, Patterson has, you know, better technique, so but... Why isn't Badgley kicking? I don't um, I, we don't know. I haven't heard. Uh, I don't know. This is all for my... I'm just kind of relaying what I heard from uh, uh, Jeff Risden, right? The, the Detroit Lions podcast. And, uh, he, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about Badgley kicking it, it's been two guys uh, the last few days as far as i know 
Romo and Patterson. Right? right, but it's gonna basically come down to Badgley or Romo, because from what I hear, Patterson ain't doing work of shit. But yeah, but Romo's inconsistent and has a you know, his balls all over the place. He, he's he, he's better over the fifty. Right. Who didn't he hit a sixty-three yarder or something in, in practice? In, in like the XFL, All right. or where USFL, whichever place he was at. All right. And uh, yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a crapshoot with the with the kicker still, and it's frustrating. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just let's just hope that uh, our, our special teams coach there. Uh, yeah, Fripp. Fripp. Yeah, Fripp. And it uh, knows what he's doing when he sees this stuff, you know, because I'm, I'm kind of confused about it, and I'm having, you know, I haven't seen either any, anything. Yeah, and, yeah. <clears throat> eyeball, eyeballs helps, and we don't really have that this time of year for, you know, we don't have a game to, to critique or whatever. Yeah, there's just quite a competition rolling down through the kicking department here. It'll be uh, kind of interesting to see who emerges as the number one guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I I don't know. And remember, I'm, you know, Badgley wasn't doing kickoffs. Yeah, it was Fox. Right? Do they want Fox doing kickoffs? No, they, they don't. So, so they, they don't. That's why they brought in Romo and Patterson. Right. So why? And Badgley doesn't do kickoffs and hasn't been kicking in OTAs. So right. So between why, Romo and Patterson, I think it was Romo that was doing better on kickoffs than than Patterson. Patterson's been my guy since. Uh, this time last year, so uh, right. We'll let's we'll see where that goes. Uh, no, no hat bet. No, I just uh, <laughs> no. I I know it's it's cons. I'm I think it's consistency in the kickoff. Badgley, you know, yeah, he's just like zero. You know, yeah, just disappeared. Yeah, and and uh, I think Robo was better at it than Patterson because they want to put it out through the back of the end zone so there's no fair catching, or something like that, or dropping yeah, it. Yeah, if yeah, if his kickoffs are better, that may give him a shot. But uh, I think it, it, they don't want to kick fifty-yard field goals, right? That's, no, and they yeah. shouldn't have to. You know, so you so know, it's whoever's more consistent. Under 50. Right. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you know how Campbell is. I mean, he'll drive He'll drive his offense all the way down until they just can't go nowhere before they kick a field goal. I mean, he'll go for it, you know. Yeah, and, and you know, I think, well, we were, t I, I was mentioning two weeks ago that, you know, when, when the kickoffs or the field goals, when you, you end up giving them the ball eight yards back if you, Miss it or seven yards back. Well, yeah, yeah if you it, miss it, and, and so it, you're giving up. Three, the ball's on the forty-three. Then you miss your field goal. You give the ball back at the fifty, mm -hmm. and you might as well have just punted it, you know, because your punter's standing on the fifty or the forty-eight <clears throat> or whatever on the other side. Of yeah, that, exactly, you know? so and and that's that was always t what Tom was talking about with punting. You know, you don't want a guy. That can punt 50 yards. You don't need a guy that punts 50, 60 yards, you know? Yeah. Because hopefully your offense can drive the ball a little farther down into the into your opponent's uh, end of the field, you know, before you have to actually think about your kicking game, you know? Yeah. You want to get to the 35 at least, or, you know? And uh, and that was, that, even that was like a 42-yarder, you know? Right. So, yeah, yeah so, Yeah. 
And we should have a potent offense, not one that's stalling and uh, having troubles. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think we got that this year. I don't think there's going to be too much stalling with this Detroit no, offense. No slow starts. No, we can't. Especially the first game, being Kansas City, we got to come right out of the gate. Yeah. You know, and fast as fast as fast can be. Yep. Uh, there was uh, an interview with our tight ends coach, Heinke or something. Heineke? Heine, Heine, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, we'll have all that written down on the board at due time. But uh, the, a great interview. The guy is like, not what I expected. I mean, hey, is it Hayden? Yeah, Steve Hayden, 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 Hayden H, something like H -E -I -D -E that. Something yeah, like um, not what I was expecting. Uh, smart. You can tell that he's into the game. Um, he he brought up that uh, that he thought that Brock and was with Mitchell and Zilstra were doing good, and he said, then you add in Laporta, you know. So so it wasn't like. Like, well, Laporta's tearing it up, and then you got these other three guys, you know. It's like Laporta is, you know, he's, there's high expectations, but he still hasn't earned his spot yet, you know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of second-team uh, looks, I would assume, because um, I've heard that about... Uh, oh, exactly. Yeah, uh, that's, I think the that's... Line, the linebacker. Uh, Campbell. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that, that he was, you know, getting second team looks and so and yeah. it was uh, actually Barnes that I guess came up for is pulling I guess would be pulling snaps for Rodrigo since he's hurt and so Barnes and Anzalone are getting like the first team reps right so so let's talk about Starling Thomas the fifth okay Apparently, during OTAs, J-Mo came off the line and ran a fly route or, or just a little, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, down and in. Uh, but uh, he was flying, and Starling was with him every step of the way. Yeah, speed on speed. Speed huh? on speed. You know, it, it was a wonderful thing from what I understand. So I... I, I Still kind of, they're talking about how good Branch was doing coming into it. And I think Branch is in such a great spot, you know, learning under CJGJ and, and, and uh, um, company. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with all those moves that they they made this, this offseason with the, the uh, DBs and these, him being the major uh, future uh well, I kind of, I honestly, you know, the the money situation for Detroit next year is going to be like astronomical compared to what we've seen in the last 10, 15, 25, 30 years, you know? <laughs> so, you know, I would say that there's a good possibility that they will re-sign uh, Gardner Johnson next year, you know? And, and and that that may be good for Branch as well, you know. But uh, they'll they'll use them all in certain situations, you know. <clears throat> for sure. And it's good for Branch to be learning under the under these guys. I mean, Chaucey is uh, 
just like one of the, the best, you know. As I mean, what can you say? I mean, what more can you say? Yeah, it, the it's fun. It's it sounds like it, it's going to be a fun season with the <coughs> any mic'd up opportunities they might give him and. Cool. Jeez, a There'd be a lot of beeping on. going on there. Bleep, 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 you know? Yep, yep. You got Kirby Joseph. I mean, he's coming back, you know. I, Tracy Walker's coming back, you know. You want to talk about some guys that we that that we lost last year that was not here to, to you know, yeah, be, be the team that we could have been in the see, end, yeah. you know? It'll, it'll be good to see. I lost his name in my head, and I can't find him on the board because uh, he's injured. Uh, Tracy Walker. Tracy? You, you, yeah, you don't have Walker up yeah, there. Yeah, I do. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm looking at corners. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, like you said, Walker's coming back, and, and it'll be interesting to see where how he fits in now and that everything's different. Well, they're and, and they're different, but they're still basically the same. I mean, Tracy's well, going to play Mosley and Sutton and uh, CJGJ. You know. Well, right. Now, let's just say and now <laughs> now but, now Tracy doesn't have to be the hero every play. You know. So exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. and and that's probably a good reason why he got hurt because he was trying to be or was put into. A situation where he had to be. <laughs> well, he definitely was in that situation, right. especially the you know uh, the year before, even before Harris got there, or uh, Joseph Kirby got there. Um, but you know, and the way Kirby stepped up in that role last year was phenomenal. It was, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and how many, how many, yeah. how many defensive backs can you? Think of right now that inter Rod that intercepted Rodgers three times, huh? Well, there was none. Yeah, or twice in one game, you know. Three, yeah, three times in a season didn't it hadn't happened. So yeah, so I guess you know uh, I, it's a good thing that Aaron Rodgers got out of the North when have he to did. Uh, Love now three times this season to do it uh, back to back. I kind of got a feeling it isn't going to be as tough as it is getting three from Aaron Rodgers. You know? I don't know. That last game, Rodgers was sucking pretty hard. Uh, <laughs> they weren't necessarily pristine passes that he intercepted. No, and I don't necessarily. maybe. I kind of wonder if, if that might carry over with the Jets. <laughs> you kind of wonder. I kind of do. I mean, you know, it, it kind of worked out with Favre, but it didn't get him there, you know? And now yeah, you, yeah. You, you would think that the Jets would have learned from that. But now, now they they have to go after Ed Rogers, and I think, I mean, you know, I don't I don't want to sound biased or anything, but I really don't think Aaron Rodgers is what he once was, you know, and yeah. a, a change of scenery, a change of pace, a change of coaches, in comparison to what he's had for the last what, twelve years, right? You well, know, kind of. Calf strain, yeah. Calf strain. I, I don't know. Right? It's yeah. like we'll just we'll just have to see if 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 he can perform. I mean, you know, he is getting a little long in the tooth. Is it, you know, he still can throw it, but it depends on his wide receivers. He's got well, he's got a good good room to throw to now. It's, it's much better than what he had, but uh, I mean, so he's got a better team. The the Jets were a better team than the Packers last year. 
So on paper, you know, if you take your veteran quarterback is a good thing, uh, it, it, it works, but uh, I don't know. Right, but you got to also remember, too, that that the Jets are not the prime team of, of that of that division. You know, they, they've got Miami, New England, and Buffalo. You know how well Buffalo's coming along. they got to yeah. beat Buffalo. And, yeah. and, and they got to beat Miami's, Miami's. Miami's on the way up. Oh, Miami might be on the way down at the moment. New England is rebuilding. I mean, I think right. I think New England will be right about you know you know you know the seven eight nine maybe nine win you know right there I think. Yeah. And Matt Jones is a good quarterback. He really truly is. But yeah. it's going to take the team a little while to get things around him to to really. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think they make it out of the cellar. Maybe they do. That'll be I, tough. You know, I, you know, I'm kind of projecting Miami, Buffalo to win Buff, it this Miami, year. Miami, Jets, Buffalo, New England. But then, then you're like, ah, it's 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 Aaron Rodgers. So I I don't want the Jets. I don't think they'll be the second. Second, you know, no. it should be Miami and Buffalo, New England Jets. No, Jets I got Buffalo. Go, I got Buffalo winning the division. Then I got Miami in second place, yeah, so we just and then I got the Jets in third place. You know, and it could be really close between the Jets and in Miami. It depends on their home games, okay? And in New England, I got them in as as the bottom for. I mean, just at this point, you know, yeah. going from what. I know of last year, and I'm looking at the strengths from this year with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, you know, he could they could end up in second place, but I think Buffalo takes it this year. I really do. You just gotta, you just wonder if, if, yeah, the the Jets just don't fulfill, you know. Well, I think they'll 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 fulfill some uh, expectations, but they won't, you know, get to the playoffs. You know, that's 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 what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know. I think and Aaron Rodgers doesn't, doesn't have uh, Patricia as their offensive <laughs> guru anymore, so so that might help them uh, get Mac Jones playing like he did two years ago, which was better than anyone expected. Right. Yeah. And like our friend Todd always said, you know, Mac Jones at that point in time and during that draft was probably the most NFL ready quarterback in that draft. You know, so and he ended up showing it. He did. Yeah, so far, he's done. You know, and yeah. uh, but then they lost faith in him last year, and uh, but who wouldn't? You know, with Patricia around. So well, you know, yeah, a, yeah, I don't, I know, I don't want to, I don't want to like blame it all on one guy because it probably isn't all one guy's fault. But you know, he's not there this year, so there's an upgrade. I, I, I don't. I mean, I think, I think New England will do okay this year, but I don't. Think they're going to be, yeah, pushing to to win the division. You know, I think, I think with the Jets, well, yeah, they won't be pushing to win the division. I like it's, you know, we got the Miami and Buffalo flipped at one and two, and mm. then it's a crapshoot for Jets in New England. You know, yeah. For well, third. you know, yeah, I guess say I say you know I say I say. Uh, it, it'd be between Miami and Buffalo, you know, and, I, and I'm picking Buffalo at this point in time, but that doesn't mean that Miami can't beat Buffalo, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I they're just, uh, they're, they're almost a, a concussion away from last place. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of, you know. Yeah. Back, so. Should we talk about Chicago and concussion away from, I well, let's talk about Bryce Young. I saw some footage today on, uh, with Carolina, and 
he looks like a fourth grader out there. He's like he's only tiny. like he's he's just little guy. And yeah. it's like talented, yeah, you know, but he looks like a fourth grader, you know. Yeah. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, I, I don't know. Todd and I, we talk about this, and, and and when it comes to you know little guys in the NFL, I mean, I you know, I mean, I, I look at Bryce Young and I go, dude, you're gonna die, you know? Yeah, even if it is an offensive quarterback friendly right now with the rules, how good you know, how good is Carolina's offensive line because because he is going to really need a good offensive line, you know. He's yeah. quick, or he's going to end up being like Justin Fields and just run, 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 you know. Ain't got time to pass, just give me the ball and go, you know. And, that, and Bryce Young is good at that, too, you know. But I would say if you're offensive... He's really a pass-first guy, too, though. He's got his head on straight that way. Right, and, 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 that's, and size, I say I and that's going to depend on whether or not Carolina has a good offensive line or not. Oh, no. Randy. <laughs> Excuse me, folks. Rich is going to take over this conversation. Oh, boy. That's just what the people want. Rich on three hours of sleep. Talking nonsense. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about Broderick Martin the more I, the more I think about it. Yeah. Uh, really think we were we were close in in the offseason in, in figuring out uh, that sort of angle in the draft of not taking a defensive tackle and going with uh, the nose to really set things up and but it was really hard to to suss out that Georgia player <laughs> That everyone uh, was so at odds over, and uh, now, like I was saying earlier, with Ali McNeil and being able to take over, and Bugs having to play a little less than he than he was, and, and they'll be able to rotate better and keep a, a more steady presence and pressure. Uh, on the the offense, as long as these guys stay healthy, and that's what the biggest thing I've been thankful for with these OTAs. And oh, Randy's back. It, the biggest thing I've been uh, happy about with these OTAs is the lack of injuries, and uh, except for what, one for Rodrigo, and uh, it sounds like he'll be back for. Yeah, uh, it the they were minor. training camp and and uh, Montgomery could have played last last or could have run this week, but they're uh, still just taking it easy. So um, you know things are looking good that way. Yeah, well, the the team is on it this year as far as injuries goes. They got new medical personnel, you know, um, here in the last couple of years, and uh, they they they're they're yeah. taking a, a different look at things and 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 when a guy gets I mean they don't mess around a guy gets hurt they they pull him out no matter how minor it is and then it's like okay you're not going back there for a while you know and yeah. go work out on the sidelines you know and that's what Anzarike has been doing you know he's been working out on the sidelines with the trainers and uh, so but he is there you know everybody showed up for camp this year you know OTAs everybody yeah. showed up. 
Yeah. And apparently they were there like early, a couple, you know, three, a couple, three days early, you know, so. And, and I guess afterwards, there was still a half dozen of them still there, you know, so. And yeah, well, yeah, it's it's not mandatory at no. the moment. And uh, after uh, the first, well, there was a couple of days of mandatories. And, uh, so most of the veterans have left. Uh, but there's still a few kicking around, uh, getting more work in. And, uh, you know, along with the injuries, too, the, it would, the, the injuries that had occurred, like Anzarike and, and Tracy Walker, you know, there seems to have been no, no setbacks, right? Right. And no, uh, say, like, sympathetic injuries to the other side of the body or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's well, also impressive. Well, some of these guys are even giving up some vacation time just just to hang out and 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 be be there and get familiar with everybody, you know. So yeah, you know, I mean, they're they're not gonna not go on vacation, but you know, it's just right. There, we got six weeks coming up. Yeah, you nothing. can go on vacation anytime, you know. So but, and shoot, you know, they're they're still uh, hour limits and time limits for them to. To actually spend in the, the facility, and they can't be there for eight hours a day, and, and right. spend the night there, and do you know they, you know, so um, they still have time to go have fun, right? <laughs> exactly. Go fish or golf or whatever. Right, I, you know, and uh, the uh, uh, the offense uh, source source all. I mean. I expect him and Frank yeah. Gregg now go fishing because you know they're both into that, and 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 so am I too. Damn near, I finally after a bunch of years, I got my boat. Got your boat together. Well, not quite together, yeah. but it's been upside down on a couple sawhorses for quite a while now. Sure and, has. And uh, well, well, actually, the sticker on it says 2015, and those are three-year stickers, so. That's what I probably bought it in 2012, and then somewhere between 2012 and 2015 is probably the last time it was in the water. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> this year, whoo, finally. Funny, I went to go get my fishing license last night. They punched in my numbers from last year's fishing license. Then they punched in a code, and the computer shut down. It said, come back in a half hour. They didn't like my code. And I said, nah, I'll go back tomorrow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Got tried to go get my my fishing license twice now and been rejected both times. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> bad luck. I guess. Um, so I'm not supposed to start fishing yet. I guess. That's too cold. Yeah. Fish. Finish your damn boat. <laughs> you know. So. <clears throat> so what else we got going on here, Rich? I don't know. I'm gonna leave you for a minute. You can talk to people. I need a glass of water glass of water okay well i'll tell you what i'll talk about the linebackers because i really like what alex anzalone has done i mean rodriguez what he did last year was really super cool but he's uh still a seventh sixth round seventh sixth round draft pick now now from what i understand you know you got barnes and you know he's been really coming on strong and and Jalen Reeves Maven, you know, he is still being what he once was for the Lions. And and, and and then Jack Campbell. But the guy that I think that, you know, a lot of people haven't really paid too much attention to, 
But he's uh, his name is, is no Nawasaski. Nawasaski. Nawasaki. Is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah. No this kid's been coming on strong. I tell you what, he will. Yeah. I, I can project <sighs> right, probably right now that he is probably going to beat out Pittman, and uh, and if that happens, you know, it'd be a shame. But it's you know fresh blood. Yeah, it's younger. Yeah, Pittman's been a, a staple for a, a while now. But Pittman would also be a good guy to have on a practice squad. I mean, he, Pittman was an undrafted free agent, and so was Noah Sas. Nawaski, whatever. <laughs> you know, but, I don't think he would say whatever. Get well, right. no, no, no. And 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 to me, I I, I kind of got to believe that he would be an upgrade from Pittman. I mean, just at this point in time. But you know, we'll see. I mean, this just it, it is just a competition that we're gonna have to keep an eye on next fall when when things come back. Because I mean, you know, they're keeping Anzalone, Rodriguez, Barnes. Jalen Reese, maybe, and, and Campbell. Campbell. Right. So, so Pittman and Noah Sosky is basically <laughs> the only two guys that or Noah Sosky, whatever. There's only name. one S. Yeah, <laughs> Nowoski or whatever. <laughs> you know. So, you know, the the competition in your linebacker department is between Pittman and Nowoski. Okay. Yes, sir. That's the that's the position that's open. And as far as I can tell, every you know, because like usually they keep six linebackers, you know, so yeah. Well, who knows? You know, the the very first roster, fifty three roster that, I mean, you know, what was it like that one year? They had twenty seven offense, twenty three. <laughs> you know, it's all yeah. all goofy. And like if you and it changes around if you include like Julian Aquara as a linebacker. Then you know your list gets a little long, longer. Um, Julian might not make the team this year. That's true. You know, but guys like him, um, Houston James Houston was a, a linebacker. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, I think I yeah because Houston's only two hundred twenty five pounds. Yeah. And but you know he ended up with a bunch of sacks. Houston, sure did. Houston, we have a problem. And, uh, yeah. Linebacker, yeah, and backslash like, edge. And we've really been saying it for, like, the whole offseason, like, between Harris and Romeo and Julian, one of them, at least, has probably got a goal. Right. I mean, and, and to me, the low man on a totem pole would be, would be Julian, you know? Yeah. If he's you're the looking, cheapest of the three, which which sometimes rules the roost in that. But uh, well, then again, you know how many defensive ends or edge guys are you going to keep? You know, right? And Julian is going to have to take a step up to not be just a situational pass rusher. I would think, you know, because if it's between oh, Julian and Houston, I mean you're keeping Houston. Yeah, you know, especially uh, if Barnes can do some edge rushing like that too. See, I guess there's one guy up there I don't know. Is that Morton guy? Who's Morton? That Johnny Morton? He's back? No, it can't be. <laughs> <laughs> no, not as a defensive end. You know, <laughs> no, that's that's definitely not not a defensive end. So, so you know, I, yeah, he's a UDFA guy. Okay, I, then he should be in green instead of. 
Like our linebacker situation, I do, I do. Because if 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 Nowaski doesn't make it and ends up on the practice squad, say, I'm still happy with Pittman, right? Because he was a great special teamer last year. Right. He was getting uh, he's snaps on defense, um, which right now I, I think probably go to JRM, um, maybe. Well, the JRM is like but special teams, big time. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't know when JRM will hit the field, like pass plays or, or what. So, you know. So, yeah, and that's what Pittman was doing. Was on, he was coming in on the, on the pass plays, because Rodrigo uh, was lacking. <laughs> right. Yeah. That guy, no, that guy is a ball hawk for when it comes to the run. He can sniff out a runner and tackle him. Uh, at a TFL, like damn near every single time. Yeah. But when he drops back in, take, pass, take on offensive linemen and get him out of the way, all that. But but yeah, but when it comes to dropping back into coverage, he still needs got a lot to learn, you know. Yeah, and, and you know Pittman's come a long way in his his time with the team and and on JRM when he was here originally, uh, did everything. You know, yeah, he he. Just was in the doghouse with Patricia, but when he did play defense, it was on passing downs. Yeah, and that was his deal. Yeah, well, I, I was sad that to see JRM go, and and and, but the, you know, you you couldn't blame the guy. I mean, it was not a very good situation here with nope. with Quinn and Patricia, and and but he got offered more money, so yeah. you know, so away he went, and and I and I don't blame him for that, not one bit. And uh, but now he's back, and I suspect that he's like ready to rock a few houses, you know. So yeah. I mean, it's towards the end of his career now, but that's all right. Uh, he's still got plenty of gas. Well, yeah, he'll probably have limited snaps and and play situational football, but uh, you know he'll be out there for every special team play and guarantee that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, remember we had. Uh, what, Board and Woods last year. Yeah, well, and, right? and Board did good, and I always liked Woods because Woods was fast. I mean, you know, a good special teams guy. and But uh, um, so, but we definitely upgraded from those guys, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I'm glad for uh, uh, the first one you mentioned there. Board. Board got a good contract and moved along. I'm not exactly sure where he went at this point, but uh, yeah, I forget too. But uh, you know, he, he's a good player, and I wish him luck. And I'm glad that he was here with us. And and la di dee, la di da. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy that's been that I heard um, good about uh, over over OTAs was Malafonwu. And, yeah, and he seems to come out a little bit. Yeah, and. One of the players called him iffy, so okay. So there, okay. So <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> yeah. So I still don't want my safety being iffy. No, me either. But I, you know, the thing is though, is he made the conversion. You know, he went from being a cornerback to becoming a safety, and and it takes a little transition. I've seen a couple interviews with him where he he talks about it. He uh, you know saying that. 
that that it it's it's it was a tough transformation for him, but he he's at the point now as to where he's ready to compete. So we'll we'll see what what goes on this totally year. Totally healthy now too. Mm -hmm. Not exactly sure who he would be. Uh, you know, with uh, Brady Breeze and Savion Smith, mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, it, I've heard good things about Samuel Smith and Brady Breeze, and but you know, it's it's when you hear these things, it's hard to tell. Well, it's they, don't, they don't always automatically say if it's second team or snaps or, or right. who he's playing against. Right. So, well, it's a good thing with Savion Smith because he had that that horrendous injury. They get get boarded off the yeah. field that that they were like he was I mean, very yeah, lucky. It's like. We think of that as being a horrendous injury, yet he's back playing, and Levi Anzarike, yeah, it's just a back injury, and yet we have, oh, you know. It, 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 so much we, different, we but. But we don't call it devastating, right. because he wasn't collapsed on the field, right. you know, that we could see it happened in OTAs, you know. Um, Right, so. but with Anzarike, I mean, you know, it, it, when it comes to back injuries, you also have to look at, at Vitae, too, you know, or the starting right, another, starting right guard there. You know, he had back surgery. Apparently, he's going strong. He's doing good. He's yeah. ready to come back. I mean, obviously, there are different surgeries, right? And, right. Yeah, different outlooks on those surgeries as well. Um, yeah, well, the thing with Vitae is you probably never have to do a practice, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, Get that, uh, but the same with uh, uh, Ragnow, you know, he's not practicing because he's his toe, yeah. You know? it, it, they were gonna you have you don't think about that as being a devastating injury, but yet, when there's no nothing it, there to nothing fix they can it, do, but, they can't fix it, then like amputation is really like almost like the next step, and then you'll be pain free, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I right. doubt very much Ragnall's going to have his foot amputated. I, I, no, he, just the toe, not, not the foot. Right, just the but toe. The, the thing but. is, though, is it, he just they were going to do a, a, a surgery on it, but he says there's just nothing there to do surgery on. There's nothing to surgery. Yeah, so so he's just going to play with the pain, you know, and and yeah. whatever that is, that's that's you know we don't know we we know what his misery we don't know what his miseries are, <laughs> you know, but. No. I know it's that. Worse than the gout. I I, I, I know if I had a hurt toe, I probably wouldn't be out there playing football, you know. So. But he did it all last year. Yeah. You know? And, and uh, plans on well, doing it again of, this year yeah. too. So. And it's uh, it again we're I'm quite happy that these are the injuries we're we're talking about the ones that have already you know happened. Right. And, yeah. And we're getting recoveries. Um, um, Except for right now, but but he is you know he's recovered as, as he's gonna be right. The uh, rest is the only thing that helps him, and that's what he got. He's well, getting right now. Right, and and you know the reason that uh, you know they got Taylor Decker, you know, and uh, he he missed some time last year too, you know. But the one guy, you know, they brought in that Fetty kid, and uh, yeah, he's no kid anymore. Right, but, yeah. he's a veteran. Well, they're all kids. He, well, he's a veteran, you yeah. know. But but you know, in case anything happens in our tackle department, Fetty's probably going to take over for Matt Nelson, you know. That'll be interesting. You yeah, know, it, 
you know, I, I've heard good things about uh, Swoboda, you know, the undrafted guy, the 6'9 tackle. Right. Uh, is being... 6'9? Uh, yeah. Wow. That's, that's like Dan Skipper. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and they use Skipper uh, just as they did Nelson last year. A little different because they are... Different, right? Well, they moved uh, Skipper into guard. They, they, and, well, and, that was out of injury necessity, right? I mean, and he did good. Yeah, he he earned high PFF scores that week. And then when he was back on the bench, they brought him out as as the the extra lineman and put him in motion and things. And uh, yeah, so the, I just wonder if if Swoboda might be that guy this year. Um, yeah, and that could very well be. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun, All right? And then the Fetty could be like a like a healthy scratch every week, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Unless Paolo and Eze, you know, it, maybe a Fetty doesn't even make it. it well, there's nothing. Paolo will. Paolo has been silently making progress. You know, I think he's somebody you should keep an eye on in next next this year, next year. Yeah, because you know, he's gonna be he at up and down, uh, not not in uh, ability, but up and down. Yeah, from practice ro squad, -wise, yeah. practice squad to the fifty three. He uh, they they seem to like him. Another guy they seem to like is that Eze, and uh, you know he's 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 been a slow progress, but he's he's been working at it. And I saw an interview with him. You know, I, I he's just really. I think he's just a little bit on a slow side, you know, as as far as yeah, well, yeah, he was uh, Nigerian, right? I think. Right, and, yeah. And, and didn't he's play so strong. Nigeria. though. he's didn't just played uh, until he got here in college, and uh, so hasn't you know played football for all that long. No, all right. There's he's uh, still basically learning the game, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, what he's going through right now is probably something that we would have went through like in our junior year in high school, you know, so, right. you know. Yeah, you get, it, it's muscle memory and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Re repetition, repetition, repetition. And, uh, yeah, and technique. Ta yep. Heck, throughout the whole interview, you know, they would show little clips of him out there working, doing his footwork all by himself, you know, out there by the fence. You know, getting in his stance and coming out doing some work, you know, push and start all over again. That's exactly what you do, you know. And, and the mental reps are just as important as, as, as the physical ones. You know, if you can just be sitting there, you know, in bed at night trying to count sheep going to sleep, you sit there and count your agilities, you know. <laughs> Go over your footsteps, see them in your sleep, you know. Yeah. That's... Yeah, you know, they get good at that, you know, so they need to if they want to play in the NFL. <laughs> well, we're almost almost done. We're at the five-minute mark there. Yeah, you know, I, I uh, one guy that uh, I added to the, to the board this week, actually there was two guys, Trinity Benson. I didn't have him on there. Oh, yeah. But right. he's, I, you know, I... I he, don't hear a whole lot out of him from OTAs, did you? Yeah, well, the only thing I heard was that he was catching passes from Hendon Hooker. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, they were working out uh, like 20 minutes at the end of one practice. Practice. Nice. Again, that was a tidbit from 
Jeff Risden. Cool. Uh, I hear Wire. The, that Drummond kid, the wide receiver Drummond, has been having quite the camp, too. There you go. So, yeah, we're gonna, keep an eye on him. We're going to need a guy. You know, it's probably, Green is the first one. But I would think uh, so. I would then, think just because of the speed, you yeah, know. Yeah, and I know, I know your thoughts on Mr. Kennedy. Oh, I like Tom, you know, but, you know, you got to, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough. There's it a is a tough one. They, they could they could end up trading Tom because he is, like, he, he is value, you know. Yeah. He does have value. But, you know, it's like, when yeah, is he going to get on our, when's he going to get on the 53, yeah. you know. It's, you don't want to lose him on the practice squad if you can get something for him right? to trade, that's yep. for sure. Yep, exactly. You know, it's it's sad for Tom unless, of course, you know, he can beat out Reynolds. You know, right? You know, the, the only problem with Kennedy is is the lack of special teams prowess. He doesn't have a spot there, and Reynolds did, and uh, you know, and things like that. They, so it's yep. tough. Yeah, it is tough. You know, I've I've liked Tom since the day he came into to the Lions and. Uh, and I've been rooting for him ever since, but you know he's made the team ever since. So, or that fifty-three, you know, or, or not necessarily fifty-three, but right. you know the, the practice squad always comes back every year. So doesn't you know? Maybe he just doesn't get poached because he isn't a special teamer. Well, you know? yeah, I think they kind of had him as a unrestricted free agent. Or no, a, a restrict, restricted, restricted yeah, free agent, or you know they have the with the rights. What do they call it? Uh, exclusive exclusive rights. rights on on him. So you know, I think there's a little bit more jumping through rings that teams would have to do to get him. You know, but I kind of got a feeling that well, they would in the off season. Yeah, I know. I just yeah. kind of got a feeling that they're gonna. They would probably try and get some value for Tom if they could. I would think that they would trade him and get a draft pick, you know, late round draft pick for him. In twenty six. No. Seventh round. No, next year. Just to get back the one that they yeah. gave away for the kicker. Well, I mean, you know, you got to get your value. You know. You do. You do. You do. You know. So, and Tom Kennedy has value, and I think. If he can't make the team, then they might trade him. Well, I think his best value is with the team as a practice squad or an injury replacement. I do too. Yeah, I do too, but I don't. Sure. I don't know if he can stay there. You might have to protect him. Yeah, I mean he's survived all these years, like you say. You know, so hopefully. He right, but every, to... you know, the more time he gets out on the field, the bigger his name gets. You know, and and that's yeah. he's and that already got a season. lot of good tape out there. You Just know, his so. best season. So. Right. Well, we could cut this short a little bit early if you want, Rich. Yeah, we're going to get on the road to Johnny Love. Yeah, here we are way over here in Charlevoix at the Rainbow Shop. Got my jacket. Yeah, got to hit East Jordan here and the whole 20 miles. Yeah, so we're going to call this a, a podcast. And uh, I know it's, it's, uh, this one was kind of, I think, is about as dull as the day has been. <laughs> you know, it's cold, well, it's windy. season waste time yeah, I just can't wait till summer gets here. I, don't, I just really can't. It's uh, definitely heating up in Detroit, but it's not heating up north yet. No, not so. at all. Not at all. Yeah. All we're getting is Canada's smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Makes for pretty sunsets. They but got good wood up there, for what I hear. Yeah. 
All right. Well, what do you think? I think this has been the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Randy at WoodenTunes2 on Twitter. Myself, that guy Dickie at Piss Poor Packers again this year. And watch for Dear One Pride. And go Lions at M66 and DLP. DLP.